Welcome to Archie and Me, an Archie Comics podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Brandon. And we are hanging out in Pops once again, talking about a book that we love, which is Archie Meets Batman 66. This was a six-issue miniseries that's collected in paperback, which is how we read it, but you can also find it online. And it was created by Jeff Parker, Michael Moresi, Dan Parrott, Kelly Fitzpatrick, Jay Bone, and Jack Morelli. Good old Jack Morelli. Good old Jack Morelli. Uh, wonderful art by Dan Parrott throughout. And uh, Jeff Parker is... Uh, actually, he wrote for the Batman 66 DC Comics series. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they brought him in um, with Michael to do this crossover. And for those who aren't familiar, should we explain what Batman 66 is, Josh? It's a TV show. <laughs> It's a TV show, yeah. From the 1960s. The Adam West Batman. Uh, and it started uh, when DC, or, or the, the comic uh, adaptation of it started when DC Comics released a, uh, what was at the time, a web series uh, comic for Batman 66, which was reimagining the, the show and those characters played by those actors with new stories and bringing in new villains and, and things like that. And then it was popular. It was released... Uh, Physically as well, you can pick that up, and then they decide to do an Archie crossover, and uh, it delivers. It's very fun. Very fun. And of course, the Batman TV show uh, starring Adam West and Burt Ward. Burt Ward as his ward? Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we should also mention that uh, the All Reds do the main covers for Mike this and series. Laura All Red, yeah. And they're beautiful. Yeah, it's such an interesting choice, and um like to have them do covers for this. Because their style's so distinct, and it's it's just it's not the same as Dan Parent, and I I it's just a, it's like um, a fun variety of art. Yeah, totally. And I I don't know if Batman and Archie have ever crossed over before this, but I'm so glad that instead of just doing Batman meets Archie like regular Batman, I'm so glad they did Batman sixty six meets Archie, because this tonally they fit together so well. Yeah, and I also think I like that choice of, like, they're just in the same world. They didn't yeah. need to be, like, explain why they're meeting. Which, that, of course, can work out, too. But it's kind of fun just to have them live in the same world. So I was trying to think back of, um, you know, my experience with the Batman TV show. And I can remember being at my grandparents' house. And they had one of those old console TVs. You know, where it's, mm. like, heavy, very heavy furniture. And the TV's built in. Yep. To it, I can remember seeing some of it then. I can also remember seeing more recently, you know, YouTube clips, of course, with the shark, shark repellent. Mm-hmm. The um, movie. I mean, the movie is, uh, which I guess they did. Was it was it right before season one or right after season one when they premiered the movie? I can't remember. Uh, um, I'm not sure, and I'm sure someone will uh, let us know. But that, I think that, maybe that's it was after. I think it was maybe after. Yeah. I, well, there's more than one movie. Is the thing. Oh, for the for the original night show there was? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I mean, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but I also watched actually watched some recently when um on MeTV, which is our local, you know, random TV channel mm-hmm. that it just sometimes pops up on, on there. MeTV sounds like the name of like an early two thousands Disney Channel original movie ripoff of the Truman Show. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I would watch that. When I was talking about the movies, maybe I was thinking about how they came back into those animated movies. Oh yeah. Way later on. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. I think I, I think I watched the first one, but then I think, I think they did a Mr. Freeze one that I wanted to watch, but never. Got oh, you love it. Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause it is at, before he passed away, unfortunately, but it was Adam West and Burt Ward. Like, and Julie Newmar was in it too, I think. Yeah. And they were doing the voice acting. Oh my gosh. And Julie Newmar is the cat woman that shows up in this comic too. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting because I feel like in um, our generation where it's like, I just connect Eartha Kitt to being Catwoman because that, I mean, that was such like a big role for her at the time and like an important role for her to play. But it's just, you know, that's what sticks in my head. Yeah. Not I mean, that I don't have appreciation for Julie Newmar, of course. I mean, I, if you had asked me, you know, who played Catwoman in Batman 66, I would have said Eartha Kitt. Like, yeah. I, 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 There's I, another one too, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Like I think a, there's a third one. So it's kind of interesting for us to jump into the story, which, of course, we'll have some spoilers for. Mm-hmm. It's easy to find. You should go out and get it. And it's a great collection. And the art's wonderful. Yes. So it's nice to put up, you know, on your bookshelf. But uh, I did want to say it's kind of interesting going into this, because uh, I think you're in a similar boat to me, Brandon, where it's like, you know, I have that cultural experience mm-hmm. of Batman 66. It came out before I was born. I've seen some. But we are big Batman fans. Like, we've read a lot of Batman comics. Mm -hmm. And this is not necessarily Batman. It's not based on a Batman comic. It's based on a Batman TV show. Yeah. Just feel like it's a kind of interesting way to uh, look at it. Yeah. And and, uh, reading this crossover made me want to read the Batman 66, like, original DC comic series. Oh, yeah. um, Mm. That Jeff Parker wrote part of, um, which I, you know, I just never got around to reading it. But after reading this, I'm like, well, I could use some more of this. Sure, sure. Yeah. Let's pick it up. Let's do it for our (laughs) Batman podcast. But but, yeah, exactly. No one's talking about Batman online. I know. We'd really corner the market. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, I I think one of the things that that series does is it, it, you know, it's, it's the show but they don't restrict themselves to, to using characters that only appeared in the show. They will use characters that were created, you know, after the show ended. Mm. And uh, so I think that this crossover is continuing that tradition of just playing in this universe a bit. And like you said earlier, the the connection right out, like there's no multiverse, you know, there's no dimension hopping. It's just this Batman exists in the world of Archie. And Archie knows who Batman is. Yeah, Grant Morrison Batman hasn't happened yet, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, R.I.P. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> that's not all you're saying. R.I.P. to Grant Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> I just picked up on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, They're still around. <laughs> Batman. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but it just is not clear to our audience. <laughs> Grant is alive. Uh, in case you're wondering, thank, thank God. Um. Anyway, yes. So, like, Archie, or pretty early on in the first issue, is like hearing on the radio. About Batman's escapades. Yeah. Mm. Uh, which we should say uh, involve, at the very beginning, Poison Ivy. Yes, for sure. Uh, and I have to say, um, she has those little minions. They're called Sprouts, which definitely look like the Jolly Green Giant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I forgot there is like a little one, a little Jolly Green Giant. I think it's called Sprout or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I have no idea. Like, like, a, like he's part of the brand mascot? Yeah, I think he's called... He might just be called Sprout, to be honest. Let's and what, see. what does he market? He markets sprouts? I don't know. <laughs> little little green beans? Little green beans, little peas in a pod. Oh. I feel like you've had to see him before. See? I'm uh, showing Brandon. Oh, yeah. Sp- sprout. Yeah. I yeah. know Sprout. 
<laughs> See, you knew more, but it's kind of like a mixture of those of those two. It's great. It's kind of it's. Do you remember when um was it like a year or two ago, when uh, Planters Peanuts decided to do the marketing the campaign, little... where Mr. Peanut died and was reborn as a baby? I love it. It's great. I'm about it. <laughs> Sprout reminded me of Baby Peanut. Sure, Baby Peanut. Uh, great art. The first page is great. It's uh, Poison Ivy like writing a a snap dragon, literally dragon. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. And right up top, we get the famous like TV show Robin Quips. And I wanted to ask you, I wrote down a few of the ones, um, and I wanted to see what you thought. So these like, were ones that were actually used. Yeah, these were okay. ones that were actually mm-hmm. used. Uh, and see if you have a favorite one. Mm-hmm. So the first one is, holy horticulture horrors, Batman. <laughs> then we have, holy parental panic, Batman. <laughs> Holy pedagogue. <laughs> Holy terrible team up. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm going to have to go with uh, horticulture. Yeah. First one. <laughs> Can't be topped. That's great. And this, uh, I just kind of want to get some of the synopsis out of the way, which of course would be some spoilers. Uh, there's this villain bookworm and footnote, and they're trying to steal what's the equivalent of like an ebook. Yeah. In the 1960s, it was a fun joke. Like you said, Jug and Archie are listening to a story on the radio. Uh, they're working on the jalopy. Uh, and in this first issue, really bookworm and footnote are using Poison Ivy as a distraction. Yeah, and very quickly, we're also introduced to the rest of the classic villains who are part of the United Underworld. It wasn't and... those bad guys from that other series we read? Like pop and uh... oh, <laughs> well, oh my gosh! Well, what was the acronym? I can't remember. Oh yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, if you remember from the Batman sixty six movie, you know they all teamed up uh, together, and so they all, they are back teamed up together, and they realize something pretty clever, which is that they've been, always been trying to take over Gotham City, and Batman's ready for him. That's what Batman expects. So why not do something Batman doesn't expect, like take over a random small town? Yeah, small th- nearby. And apparently, apparently, yeah. Riverdale is this the something we're learning that a Riverdale is near Gotham City? It, it's a Gotham, Gotham suburb. Oh, okay. <laughs> I really, uh, we do get in this first issue, we get to run into Veronica, and I love her the Dan Parent fashion for her, like especially Veronica so stuff, so good. And her dad starts acting a little weird, and you're like, what's going on? Yeah, there's a there's a villain um, called Siren who sings songs to like mind control people, basically, or like lull them. Yeah, a, a classic Siren. Uh, yeah, the name fits, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Do you have a um, favorite Batman sixty six villain? Doesn't have to be a favorite Batman villain, but the sixty six villain. Ooh, uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, the Riddler. I just find him so funny in mm. uh, in that universe. What about you? I like the penguin because I like when he has real penguins. <laughs> and in this one, he has And he literally penguins. just always goes like, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, he is more penguin-like. Yeah, yeah. It's great. And whereas Danny DeVito took it in, a, he is a penguin. <laughs> where I think this penguin just like enjoys penguins. Well, uh, one, one thing I appreciate about Dan Parent's art in this is, uh, forgive me listeners for not remembering the actor who played the Joker. Who, who was it? Heath Ledger? Yeah, Heath Ledger. <laughs> Cesar Romero. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in, in the show, famously, Cesar Romero in the Joker makeup uh, did not want to shave his mustache, so they just painted white over the mustache. <laughs> and I love that Dan Parent in this book uh, draws, like, the the uh, sort of hidden mustache under the makeup uh, in the art, which is just so funny. 
why didn't they do this for uh, Superman in that movie where they had to pay millions of dollars? <laughs> they could have just, just put makeup over the big, the big Mission Impossible bushy mustache. It would have, it would have, you know, been an ode to Caesar. That mustache was so worth it, though. Uh, <laughs> in Fallout, so worth it. in Fallout, yeah, yeah, not in uh, what was it, Justice League? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was worth it in Fallout. I'm, I'm glad Henry uh, didn't didn't shave it. Yeah, arms. I just don't know how else he like describe when he like pumps his. <laughs> he like reloads his arms yeah. like guns. <laughs> yeah, I'm about it. Oh my gosh, can, we, can, we, can this be a Fallout podcast? Yeah, all right, Fallout. We'll do all the Mission Impossible movies. Okay, Brandon's dream. <laughs> What if we did a Mission Impossible uh, meets Archie? Oh, that'd be great. Oh, I'm about it. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> uh, at the end of this issue, Veronica realizes her dad's being a little strange and unusual. Chief Keller is being a little weird. So she goes to Dilton, of course. Makes sense. And they stumble onto the radio channel for the Batcave. <laughs> Dilton manages to contact the Batcave. And we also have this other subplot of like Jughead and Archie supposed to be studying for a test, but Jughead's so hungry, like he just can't remember. <laughs> so funny. And uh, once uh, you know, at, uh, Batman and uh, and his allies hear about something fishy going on in Riverdale, maybe some people getting you know hallucinated, not hallucinated, they're getting uh, hallucinated, hypnotized. Uh, they decide they have to have somebody on the inside. Exactly. So they send Batgirl and Robin. <laughs> into Riverdale High un- undercover. And I love that she has her motorcycle. And it, yes. And Robin never used to drive anything. We'll just I that. know, I know. Maybe like a little 10 speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, I, I, uh, I should back up a little bit. Of course, Reggie gets involved with the villains somehow, but. Yeah, the, uh, willingly. <laughs> <laughs> willingly. The story is that um, the Riddler watches Reggie prank Archie. Yeah. And he's like, basically, like my protege. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they even try to brainwash him a little bit. And it doesn't work. He's just like, I'm just well happy to do this. Yeah. Because I don't even feel like that that like thread really gets tied up anyway <laughs> that much, right? No, not really. Um, it's just it gets to be like a prankster. And they're, I love it. they're little pranksters, you know, kind of yeah. like the original prankster, Dracula. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you're reading that right is now. My, yeah, that is my hot take about Dracula is that... When he invites that guy to come to his castle, he's, like, doing all this stuff. Like, he has all these <laughs> things planned, and he's, like, I have to go away. I mean, he's playing pranks. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Same with Michael Myers. Prankster. Prankster. Anyways. <laughs> I feel like we've had a lot of tangents so far <laughs> on this episode, but that's okay. This is what the listeners want. Well, uh, so, in issue two, one of my favorite parts is um, they're going undercover. We get this cut to Pop's diner, and everyone's grooving and dancing, having fun. And Pop just comes in and like rips off the record and rips it in half. Yep. And he's like, I'm making Joker burgers now and kicks everyone out. <laughs> but him ripping the record in half is like so aggressive. I know. He's uh he's he's crashing the party. Something something's up in Riverdale. We do find out because he kicks him out and then uh I think it's Weatherby comes and he's like, Hi Terry. Is that Pop's name? Did we know that already? Oh my gosh. I've never heard that before. I didn't. I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, he says, "Hey, Terry," and th- at this point, Archie starts catching on that something's up with the adults. Yeah, because the, the villains are definitely uh, targeting the adults first. And uh, I love the scene when Batgirl and Robin are entering class for the, the first crushes. time, disguised as teenagers. Yeah. And Betty is immediately has a big old crush on Robin, and Archie immediately has a big old crush on Batgirl. I wrote that down too. Yeah, of course I do. I love it. 
And we get that Julie Newmar version of Catwoman. Um, so the sorry, we realize the siren song doesn't work on teenagers, mm-hmm. and Catwoman decides to go infiltrate the school as a teacher. Yes. And Joker wants to experiment on Jughead, <laughs> which is a great. I would have never imagined that team up, and it's just so perfect. So funny. In this uh, story, Jughead really just gets left to be hungry, which is really sad. I know. But he gets he gets beat up, thrown in a hole, and the the Joker sees potential. He like and, experiments and, on yeah. that stuff. They've made their headquarters at Pops. I'm pretty sure the mm-hmm. villains. <laughs> There is this great panel in issue three where uh, I think they're headed to Veronica's on Batgirl's motorcycle. And Archie and Betty have mirrored expressions as they're like holding on to Batgirl <laughs> and Robin in a sidecar. Which I think Dan Parent's so good at finding those kind of little jokes that like you might not even notice unless you're looking really carefully. Mm-hmm. And they arrive just in time for a classic pool party. And it's really funny. I think as Veronica's like, oh, we have something for you, Barbara. Uh, Dick, you can just wear whatever. Boys can wear whatever. <laughs> we have not talked about Bookworm enough, and he has a great sequence in this issue. Gotta <laughs> love a literary villain. Yes, love a literary villain. Uh, Batman is trapped in his kind of library labyrinth, and uh, Bookworm has all of these like literature-related riddles and questions and, and uh, um, puzzles to solve, and it's revealed that Batman is well-read. Yeah, it's great. Batman's like... Batman uh, answers all these questions, solves all these puzzles, and he basically is like, you know, uh, what you just assumed I don't like literature, I love literature. And I love that in this series, Batman is always like willing to acknowledge when villains do things well. So I think even with Poison Ivy, he was like, this thing's cool, but you should use it for good. And then he's like, nice puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) That was a really, that was a really fun part that I liked. Uh, I also loved Bookworm's uh, minions who had like newspaper uh, (laughs) hats, like folded up newspaper hats. Bring back minions, you know, not, I'm not talking about the, the popular minions right now, but uh, I think more villains could have more minions, like specifically themed villains. Minions, goons, yeah, uh, sidekicks, give it to me, give it all to me. Footnote in this one, yeah. What a, like, I feel like it's kind of a tiss name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally, yeah. yeah it's, footnote. You're just a footnote. At the end of this issue, um, Jughead eventually is like, can't take it, any, take it anymore. And he sneaks into Pops and is captured by the Joker. <gasps> Which leads to an amazing splash page. Yes. Oh, my God. We're on the same page. <laughs> and, figuratively, uh, literally. Literally, figuratively. Issue four, when it shows uh, Joker trying to hypnotize, brainwash, whatever, Jughead. And he's Jughead strapped to a, like, to a chair. I mean, uh, you know, obviously, audio medium. But uh, you should, <laughs> I wish people could see it because it's so good. It's just two great pages, and we got all these different Jokers that are... <laughs> uh, Dan Parent really had fun with these two pages, and it just... Again, when you see creators having fun, whether it's in the script, and the colors, and the pencils, the inks, and the lettering, it just really... Sh- that's like the, such a cool thing about comics, is you're going to see a creative team really shine together. Oh yeah, totally. But uh, Catwoman infiltrates the high school as a teacher... And very quickly, uh, they're able to subdue Batgirl and Robin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, everyone is kind of willing to work for her pretty much right away. Yeah. Except for maybe Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but now now Jughead's captured, Robin's captured, Batgirl's captured. And I love uh, 
the like the the, the distress signal like yeah, uh, that yeah. sign at the end of this issue but it's Jughead's hat in the spotlight so I will say you know something to mention is the Jughead getting tortured he has that clapping monkey yeah <laughs> you know, the classic sim- monkey with symbols my grandma had that thing and it was scary wow uh, it would I- watch me over my bed <laughs> So she she made you put it in her bedroom or she in your bedroom. I think it was just there in the room I slept in. I don't think she was like, "Oh, if Josh is coming over. I better put up the monkey." <laughs> but she probably thought you loved it. You know, <laughs> I did not. You just like like in your sleep, you just like moan, "Monkey, monkey." She's like, "Oh, he must love it." I'll let me turn it on. <laughs> Help settle his rest. I do like. Um, we get the villains. Uh, there's a reveal at Lodge has a party, and Bruce Wayne shows up. And we get this reveal that the Gotham villains are taking over the government, the local yeah. government, mm-hmm. which I love. That's that's their way of like taking over is like, we'll take jobs that we have to work. <laughs> <laughs> and Joker, of course, creates a new pres- position, the clown prince. Mm-hmm. Of course. I feel like something we haven't talked about enough is that Dilton is kind of um, he plays a big part, even though you don't see him that much. He's trying like the bad guys want him to work on a way to change sirens frequencies to affect mm. teenagers and of course he's doing like these sub uh frequency messages to try to get batman's attention and stuff uh i love dilly he's a big part of this um series which i appreciated yeah but you again you only see him a little bit though he only pops up a little bit big, big compared to uh the usual we get of dilton which is usually not much at all <laughs> yeah yeah for <laughs> sure so of course we end up with a confrontation and the um, is it called the bat boat what's the bat boat called uh i guess it's just the bat boat do, do they say the name in the comic yeah it's uh the bat boat and it is remote controlled <laughs> i love uh i feel like you know when we were a kid and way before that it's like the idea of like things being remote controlled is like so cool did you have an RC car? Oh, yeah. Yeah, same. For sure. And, uh, yeah, you got that Ar- Archie RC Riders or whatever it's called. Yeah. That book. Uh, my, my birthday was recently, and Josh got me a old uh, issue that was, or was it called Archie? RC Racers. RC Rach- Racers. It was uh, where uh, apparently the gang gets shrunk down, and they drive RC cars. I can't, I, wait. I can't wait to read yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. Um, but... Batman and the gang are able to rescue Jughead, Robin, and Batgirl. And while they're while they're rescuing them, they see a little like scale model of what the villains are planning yeah. for Riverdale, mm-hmm. and it's called New Riverdale. It's very funny, but the victory doesn't last very long because Batman is captured. Yeah, as everyone else is able to escape on the uh, the bat boat, Batman gets captured. But I love the the gang has a plan. <laughs> They, I don't know what the time lapse is. It must have been really quick. They really teamed up quickly, but they were mm-hmm. able to paint the jalopy to look like the Batmobile. They yes. find their super teen costumes. Oh my gosh, the super teens come back. <laughs> uh, and Dilton doesn't have a super teen. I was going to say, like, like I guess Dilton was never part of the super teens comics. I guess so He not. doesn't have an alter ego. But, uh, but they did put a colander on his head and uh, a towel around his neck as a cape. Yeah, they were trying. I mean, I like they had all this time to paint the the Batmobile jalopy, but no time to make a real costume for Dilton. <laughs> and of course, them as the super teens, they're able to save the day. Batman helps save the day. They all help save the day. It's great. And then it ends with a dance party. 
because Batuzzi. it has to. How do you say that? Batuzzi? Batsu? Uh, I, I guess Batusi. Batusi. I don't, I don't know. The, the dance. The famous dance. Yeah. Yes. Which, you know, I'm doing right now, but you can't, can't Brand's, see. Brandon's great at it. Ooh, yeah, Brandon. Well. <laughs> Brand. uh, great way to end this comic. Very fun comic. I loved it. We do have to talk about the amazing variant covers. I'm, again, Archie and their variant cover game so is hitting. Uh, I feel like I just need even to go through like some of the people on issue one. We have Derek Charm, Francesco Francavilla, Sandy Gerald. We got Dan Parent. Later on, we have some Michael Walsh, Robert Hack. It's just fantastic. And it's so cool again to see them all do their own styles of Batman 66. And we get a Veronica Fish one in here, too, which is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. So many great variants. And uh, also, shout out to our boy, Greg Smallwood. Oh, yeah. He did a great one for issue six. I know you you and I are big Smallwood fans. We have a Laura Braga one. Uh, Chip Zdarsky. Oh, yeah. The Chip Zdarsky one where he was like, I have to have Pops in here is really good. That one's a fun one with Batman with yes. Pops in the background. Also, I want I want that Laura Braga one as a poster. Yes, for sure. Well, here comes Pop swinging in on a grappling hook. Be careful, Pop. I mean, Terry. Is that what was it? Terry. <laughs> Terrence. Terrence. All right, Brandon, I want to ask you, is there another superhero, Marvel or DC? I'll open up to both. Or, you know, could not be the big two that you would like to see crossover with Archie. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this came to me immediately. Archie and the gang meet the Doom Patrol. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's Yes, I love it. And it's like with the um, the street that's alive. Yeah, <laughs> Danny. Danny the Street. Yes, uh, that'd be great. Danny the Street somehow ends up in Riverdale. Or or Danny, because, uh, you know, in, in Gerard Way's Doom Patrol series, Danny becomes an entire town. So what if it's revealed that Riverdale is Danny? <gasps> oh, my gosh. Uh, it's writing itself. Okay, yeah, it's let's, let's get a pen it. out for Josh right so. now. You and me. <laughs> what about you? Okay, I want to see a crossover with uh, Little Archie and Itty Bitty Hellboy. Oh, that'd be so great. And if, um, let's see, if Art uh, Baltazar, yes. who did a cover for this, mm-hmm. right? Okay, it's already, we're almost there already. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have to say, uh, this is some of the best content we ever made, these two ideas. <laughs> these two ideas. <laughs> this is great, this is gold. Um, you excited about Giant Robot Hellboy? I am, yeah. I feel like Hellboy's probably one of my favorite comics in the whole wide No, it is. It is my favorite comic in the whole wide world. And I feel like I can never be caught up collecting Hellboy, and I'm perfectly happy with it. Love it. Love it. Is there a member of the BRPD that you think Jughead in particular would gravitate to? Oh, yeah. I definitely think him and uh, Johan would be friends, or him and Roger. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Well, as always, if you enjoyed this, please... Leave us a review, a subscribe if you haven't already, wherever you're listening to podcasts, and check us out on the social media. We've got, uh, we've got, we've run, we run the gamut here. Just, you'll find it. You'll Just find look us. up Archie and Me Pod. Yeah. I think we have the same name everywhere that we are around. Yeah, we're, we're around. And uh, if you ever want to shoot us a message or recommend something for us to check out or read or do an episode about, feel free. Thanks for listening. Bye. I'm no Betty or Barack.